love laid bare. Sharing the highs and lows of stories that matter to you. One conversation at a time. Good morning, good afternoon or good evening, wherever you are in the world. You are through to another episode of Love Laid Bear and I'm of course your host Dion. Okay, so guys, look, I know it's been a minute and I know I probably said last episode that I wouldn't leave the gap again so long, but I've got a lot of things going on right now. I'm studying, moving, all this kind of stuff. So the episodes are still going to be a little bit few and far between, but um hopefully by like the end of the month maybe we might be back to weekly episodes but we'll see so we are now in our second lockdown um how is everyone kind of feeling and coping with that um for me I feel like the only only difference really and again it's not even that different is that we're I'm now studying again back from home I think this will be my this will, tomorrow will be my second week studying at home um luckily nurseries are still open so my little one is still going to nursery which is fantastic because that was really tough um during the first lockdown for me trying to keep a three-year-old occupied as you guys know from 7 a.m till sometimes 8 or 9 p.m in the evening is a lot of work every single day so um yeah we give thanks for that so today's episode um i just want to kind of talk about um how you know this lockdown potentially can have an another may another and even maybe potentially even more detrimental effect um on your mental well-being um and 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 also i think because they've said this one's going to be a month but for all we know it could stretch out longer we all know that flu season can kind of carry on to until at least march um so we need to kind of be prepared for that so um i am really lucky to have a lovely guest with me today and her name is amy hello hello amy how are you i'm good thank you so amy introduce yourself to the listeners Okay, so I'm Amy and I'm an integrative therapist uh, from South London. Um, my Instagram is Holding Space Therapy and we are here to discuss lockdown. Yeah. Hmm. So how was the first lockdown for you? Um, the first lockdown for me was strange. It felt surreal. Um, mm. I was still studying then. Okay. And I was working from home at the same time. So it was a bit surreal. Um, you felt like you was watching a movie, like every time you was looking at the news or the the TV, all these things were happening, but they wasn't necessarily happening to me. So I was mm-hmm. couldn't really grasp. It didn't feel like I'd, this was real. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it just felt really, really strange. And obviously if someone had asked me last year, what would you have been doing yeah. next year? <laughs> this wouldn't have been the movie I was writing. So it was literally, nobody could have predicted this. There was no book, there was no handbook on what to do when this happens. So it just felt very strange. Yeah, Yeah, very strange and quite like, 
it could feel quite suffocating. Yeah. Yeah. So did you feel kind of suffocated from the gate or is it something that kind of built up over over time? Probably from the beginning because towards the end, I feel like I can I navigated through it really well. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, that mm. was fine. In the beginning, I think there was a lot of anger because you're like, you're being told you can't go nowhere. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you want to go all these places yes, that you've you never just, really yeah, wanted to go before. before yeah. You know, suddenly mm. everybody's really interested in going out. Um, so that was the frustration of knowing you couldn't go nowhere. And mm. that's where the suffocation kind of feeling comes from. But then realising that actually... I'm not trapped. I think that was that kind of realisation of yeah. thinking there are loads of things I could actually be doing. Mm-hmm. And that's when it just got easier and easier, basically. Yeah. Not that it's like a walk in the park, but yeah. Walk in <laughs> the park, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it could Try be. It. <laughs> that's on the list. So, so what did you... So when you started to have those feelings of suffocation, what did you do to kind of alleviate that? Um, routine, routine, routine for me is really important. So obviously, because I was working at home, I had a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting up, you know, in the morning, um, I meditate. So I make sure that's part of my daily practice. I yes. do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I exercised. The mm-hmm. Keep Fit class that I go to, we couldn't physically do it in person. So we were doing it on Zoom. So we were like still trying to keep a routine mm-hmm. within this really strange time. Yeah. So that really helped. And I really discovered my park. I'm not going to lie. Like my local park, I actually discovered it. Like I've always gone there, Mm -hmm. but I've never actually like spent time Time in there there. by myself. Mm Because it was summer when the lockdown happened. So there was that opportunity to go out. And I just, I would go to the park by myself, which is something I'd never done before. Like, And I'm thinking... Why haven't I done, done this, this before? before? Yeah. So those were the moments that I was having and that's when it felt actually really kind of beautiful to have those moments by mm. myself as well. Yeah. Um, I like that, um, well, obviously everyone knows how I feel about meditation and kind of stuff. So the fact that you said you meditate is like amazing. Mm. <laughs> I feel like everybody should take up meditation. Yeah, indeed. Um, I honestly. say that meditation, you don't have to change your life to meditate, but it will change your life. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, and I think having a schedule for me um because i because i worked from home anyway mm. um i didn't really feel the impact so much but like i say it was more of a case of having my daughter yeah. for the whole day every day and i realized that in order for this to work a schedule would have to be put into place mm. so I kind of I saw I had a schedule for her, but in that in that schedule, I also had to kind of fit myself in in yeah. you know kind of structure my day mm-hmm. too, and I think um, that massively helped and it worked for, I think for like the first month, <laughs> and then you know things just kind of tailed off a little bit you know I also took advantage of the fact that you know well there's me I need to have my hours walk or whatever yeah. I've got a dog. And she needs hers too. So I was like, that means I can be up for three hours a day. Fantastic, <laughs> you know. Um, but I appreciate that not everybody would have had the same experience Definitely, that I did. Yeah. Um, so for you, were there any kind of like short term impacts that COVID had on you? So although, you know, you were doing your meditation, mm. you are doing your exercise, 
did you kind of come across anything that you realised that maybe you were doing that was as a direct result of, you know, the lockdown at all? Mm, personally, no. And this is going to sound really strange, but I feel like it was, I, I actually, at the end, I welcomed it. Mm-hmm. I really welcomed the lockdown because I thought it was a really, and this is my personal opinion, obviously, like I said, I didn't have anyone that I knew that was affected by COVID. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like my life was greatly disrupted by the lockdown. I was still working. I was still, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was more about that kind of time that I had that I've always been complaining that I never had Had, before. Mm -hmm. And suddenly it was given to me and I was really angry in the beginning and frustrated. And then I was like, hold on, I'm always crying about this. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, I want more time. I just want to do this. And and I had it. So I was like, okay, so what am I going to do now? And that was actually, I welcomed it. Mm -hmm. I really did. So I wouldn't say there were any, um, I don't know, behaviours or habits that I developed that I felt were because of lockdown. Mm If they were, they've been beneficial. I'm not really sure. Maybe the ones that I had have got stronger. Like, for example, my meditation practice mm-hmm. became stronger because I made an effort to do more of it. So it's now really yeah. part of my practice, mm-hmm. yeah, part of my daily practice. Um, and being outside more. like, yeah. um, And also sticking to, like, wanting to work out, mm-hmm. you know, any excuse to go outside. You see all these people started jogging, jogging that yeah. never jogged yeah. before. <laughs> but it was like, okay... I'm going to try something mm-hmm. and still thinking to myself, will I be able to keep this up after the lockdown? Mm-hmm. And even though we had that window where we went back to quote unquote normal, normal for a little while, yeah. I still managed to keep those things going. That's brilliant. So maybe, you know, this time around, things feel a, a lot different than the mm-hmm. first one. Yeah. Mm. I think for me, um, I feel like I lost time because where my daughter would go to nursery three days a week mm. and on the days where I was studying um I didn't have that time anymore yeah. so it for me it was it was a it was a little bit of a struggle and I I feel like I remember it, it was in June and I had <laughs> I was supposed to meet up with some friends and we got some takeout food or I'd gone to get it chap kitchen in Ballon by the way amazing um this is before they opened up again, before they, okay, before they yeah. helped to buy, not help to buy, is it? help out to eat out school. Yeah. And um, I remember driving there and I just felt really anxious for no reason. Okay. And even now I can't really put my finger on what it was specifically, but by the time I drove from Thornheath to Ballum, I was in tears, absolute floods of tears and I cried for about 24 hours and I really had to sit with myself and be like mm. okay what is this because nothing particularly has happened mm. you know you've not had an argument there's nothing's happened but you're just in this space for a day yeah. you know I literally I washed my hair I did I did all my self-care type, type of things I would do but I still felt this heaviness and I kind of feel like maybe this was my point where I was like okay, actually, maybe I am struggling with lockdown a little bit. Mm. And this is how it's kind of manifested itself. Um, You know, a lot of people have lost their jobs or, you know, money is now extremely tight because of, Mm -hmm. you know, they might be have been furloughed and stuff like that. Um, What kind of um, coping strategies or techniques 
you know, would you suggest people could use to just kind of keep themselves a bit more upbeat this time around? You know, we don't really have the the sun and yeah, it's um, very different. Weather. Yeah, what I would say is one of the things that we've got this time that we didn't have last time is we've got uh, experience. Yes. We've been through it mm-hmm. before. So mm-hmm. I think that's one of the main things that I tell myself is you've done this before. You've And in a way, it was so much harder the first time because we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know what to expect. Yeah. We'd never been in this situation. This time we have an understanding of sorts of mm. what to expect or maybe what we might feel like because we felt like this before. So we have an understanding of maybe ourselves a little bit better. Yeah. So that is almost, um, that's a tool in itself. Just mm. that kind of, just the knowledge of kind of being here, being there before. And also I would say, really acknowledge your feelings. This is, there's so much stuff going on. Yeah. Like this is yeah. a massive grief we're dealing with we're dealing with grief we're dealing with loss anger if that comes up that's okay it's not supposed to be easy we've Mm -hmm. never done this before and these feelings will come up yeah and even happy feelings too don't be afraid to feel those there might be a lot of uh, kind of guilt Mm. that you might be enjoying this lockdown Mm. you might be enjoying this time away or you know I don't know this opportunity is it's giving you an opportunity to do something that you've never done before or start your business or whatever you could have had something really great come out of this mm. maybe people you know haven't and there's that really that difficulty with you being able to say yes. I'm actually okay yes you're allowed to say that as well mm. because that will come up you're allowed to have good feelings as well as the bad ones in the lockdown I think you've just got to really embrace more release or acknowledge your feelings at least Mm. sit with them like you said things came up for you in your car (laughs) yeah and they will just pop up on you like that that's how it works (laughs) I mean I wasn't in my car for the whole 24 hours you know whilst I was driving but you know what I'm really glad you said that about um the feelings of happiness Mm. because and and not to feel guilty I really feel Mm. like you were talking to me when you said that because (laughs) to be honest until that happened yeah for me, lockdown was a breeze. Mm. I, you know, other than, like I say, having mm. to um, occupy my daughter, but once we had the schedule in place, it was it was kind of okay. So sometimes when I hear people talk about how, how badly lockdowns affected them and stuff like that, yeah. I kind of keep a little bit shtum because mm. for me, I didn't really feel like it was that bad for yeah. me yeah. personally. So, um, yeah. Thank you for, you know, alleviating that part of um, (laughs) the the, the guilt for me. Um, So, you know, like how we're approaching um, winter. Yeah. Christmas Mm -hmm. is, you know, typically a really, um, it's a hard time for a lot of people. In general, yeah, it can be. You kind of, they will, the stats kind of say things like depression and suicide Mm -hmm. and those types of things tend to increase over this period of Mm -hmm. time. Um, what 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 can you what can you do? I think my thoughts on this is that if you're struggling, you should never feel that you have to do it alone. So you should always seek help. That is my first thing. If yeah. you feel that you're struggling, reach out. Whether it's to your friends, your family, you know, a service, therapy, Samaritans, a charity. If you feel that you cannot cope with what you're feeling or what you're going through, then reach out. That's the number one thing I would say. Secondly, I would say reduce 
the kind of reduced maybe news reduced maybe news intake or social media yes all of those things I remember one of the first things I did actually in the first lockdown was and this actually was um I actually found it really difficult to do it Mm -hmm. but after I did it it was okay I turned off the news notification on my iPhone because you know every morning you get that alert it was like five things you need to know about coronavirus (laughs) and then I was like I had to say to myself Amy, do you really need to know this? And I was like, no, maybe I don't. But something in me was like, oh, but maybe I do. Maybe I need to be informed. You know, that feeling of like, I might be missing out on something that's really important. Mm. So that was something that after I switched that off, I was like, okay, that's one less thing that I need to be focusing on or worrying about. And I think Mm. that can really add to kind of like, if you're feeling sad or you're feeling alone, social media can sometimes make that feel really big. Yeah. So maybe decrease that, maybe just kind of like, I don't know, delegate time on when you're going to go on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, reach out. I think it's really important. You know, mm-hmm. and I know meditation, we, we talk about it like all the time and I, a lot of people might roll their eyes. Wise, yeah. But mm-hmm. I will say it's very beneficial. 100%. It's massively beneficial mm-hmm. for you to be able to sit with yourself for you to be able to just have that little time in the morning or the afternoon, whatever you can, when you dedicate that little time for you, that is, it, it really can help your mood and your mm. well-being. Yeah. So maybe try to incorporate something like that. And if you can't start with meditation, start with a walk. Yeah. Start with being with mm. yourself. I think journaling is a great thing. Absolutely. You mm. don't have to write your autobiography. <laughs> you just maybe need to write a few words. words you might yeah. not even mm. need to, you might just have to write maybe two or three sentences before or the, you know, when you get up in the morning or when you go to bed, it doesn't have to be like a, an intake of your day or yeah. whatever. You know, a lot of people think that's what journaling is. Mm. Um, it can just be whatever you're thinking about that moment or whatever you'd like to think about today. How would you like to focus your day? You know, you might mm. just want to write a sentence about that. Yeah. That's really, that's really helpful as well. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I mean, I, I, I do like to journal um, but sometimes what I also might do, I just, I might do like a brain dump. So okay. I might just like have a little cloud in the middle mm. and write down all of the things that are kind of on my mind. Mm. Um, and then, and then write things attached to that. Okay. Because I find that once you, once you write things down on paper, cl- the clarity that comes afterwards yeah. is absolutely mm-hmm. amazing, you know? Um, also, another another kind of tool that I suggest um, with my listeners is using the voice recorder app on your phone okay. to just speak about some of the things that are kind of on your mind. So if you if you if you don't like to write, or mm. if you're kind of caught in a moment where you've got five minutes free, record something. I mean, the other day I I, I had a little self session that lasted twenty five minutes. And I was in my car. But what happened? Because I was attached to the Bluetooth, the recording was blank for 25 minutes. So I can't even oh, go wow. back and review it. So if you're going to do that in your car and you're attached to, and your car and your phone's attached to Bluetooth, just bear that in mind too, guys. So, yeah. Yeah, I tend to journal just after I meditate. Oh, so okay. if I've got anything on my mind, I'm meditating mm-hmm. with, you know, with that in mind. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm how, that is something I do. And then... I'm journal. My journaling is always the end product. 
mm-hmm. of whatever has come of that. So it might actually be pretty little because at the end, maybe all the things I'm worrying about does not even matter. It yeah. could be that thing and I could mm-hmm. actually write very little. And sometimes I'll be in that state where you're just writing, you'll have that free flow kind of, these yeah. are the things I'm feeling right now or these are the things I want to release. So that's a good that's a good outlet, mm-hmm. you know? But I would say reach out, connect with people, let people know how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're feeling low, there's no shame in that. If you're yeah. feeling frustrated, there's no shame in that. If you're feeling scared, you know, fear is a massive, there's so much fear in the in the air, yes, you know, with, yeah. with COVID. Mm-hmm. Literally people are fearing people. Yeah. We're having, we're being told we cannot be near people. Mm. This is not how we work well, as human yes, beings. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. we, we are relational people. We like to touch. We like yeah. to be beside people that we love. We're being told this is not possible. That is going to induce a lot of fear, you know, mm. being scared of each other. And that's something that we don't really do. Yeah. you know so that's those emotions are going to come up mm. or seep through sometimes they do they seep through instead of mm. coming up let them be there it's totally normal it's totally natural for you to feel this way yeah and I think that's one of the main things I want to get across to people like you don't have to be 100% got everything figured out because we don't know how this works we've never done this before mm. and that's okay yeah mm. Do you have any other kind of coping tips or strategies that people could adopt? Um, Like I said, routine, I think is really important. Mm -hmm. Exercise. And I'm not saying you have to learn kickboxing. You have to suddenly like do anything (laughs) crazy. Just go for a walk. Mm. Try to stretch your body. Try to do something where you feel like you've moved your body in some way, whether it's just walking around. I think that's really important because mm. when you when your body starts to get stagnant or stiff you start to feel maybe your emotions can feel a bit trapped sometimes yeah. i don't know if you mm. if that resonates yeah, with yeah, you yeah yeah like releasing that tension um i would say try to use the oppor- choose the time if you have it to see if there's anything you're interested in that you've never done before. It might even be reading. It could be something, it doesn't have to be expensive Mm. and it doesn't have to be unrealistic either. You know, I'm not telling you to learn Japanese or (laughs) I'm not telling you to kind of do something that is unrealistic. This isn't a bake-off. This is a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just take our time, Mm -hmm. but let's use the time as well. So what can you do that you've never done before? Uh, what about writing a letter to yourself? What about yeah. writing a letter to someone that, and selling them something that you've, you know, you don't have to send it, obviously, but writing a letter to someone is a really good way of, mm. like, getting emotions off your chest. Um, those are the kind of things you could think about doing. Yeah. I know everyone's done baking. I know at some that, stage, At yeah. some <laughs> stage, yeah, I went through that too, and I was like, this isn't going to work long term. <laughs> This isn't going to work, yeah. So, yeah, um, I started reading fiction. Okay. Because all for the last two or three years, I've just been reading, like, books about books and studying, studying and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. And then I was like, hold on a minute, oh, can I read something for fun? Like, can I read a fiction? I want to be, like, you know, in fr- I want to be reading a thriller or something. Yeah. So I actually started buying fiction books, and I've got loads. Did you read them? Yeah, I did. I've still got about three or four I haven't read, mm. but I was buying them, reading them, and then like 
reading buying another one and reading it because I was like this is fun I haven't read fiction I haven't read for pleasure mm-hmm. in such a long time you know we read to learn when you're yeah. studying so you mm. you have to make sure you read this book you need to bookmark this you need to do the yeah. very different way of just reading to enjoy just joy. do you know what and the thing is I I found I found that I really struggled to get back into reading for enjoyment mm. and I had this um really I don't want to say it's a horrible habit but I would order books from Amazon mm. and they would stay in their packaging and I've probably still got about 10 books I've not even touched. Wow, what are you waiting for? Yeah, I know, but it's just, it's, it's that, I don't know, I feel like it's that kind of like wind down of getting my mind still enough. So it's, it's yeah. weird because I can get I can get my mind still enough to meditate, but to give my full attention span to a book. To relax into another world, yeah, maybe. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, really, it's really, really interesting. And I like the point that you touched on about, you know, not feeling like you have to... Um, you know, do something completely out there because I yeah. feel like during the first lockdown there was this almost this pressure, massive, um, where people were kind of like, if you don't come out of this lockdown <laughs> with a new skill, with a new identity, you wasted your time. And I and I had a post that kind of went a bit viral, and I and I basically said, look, you don't have to come out of lockdown with a new side hustle or a new skill or a new language mm-hmm. if you can just survive you can just come out, out with your mental health yeah. intact you're like you you did a good yeah. thing and that in itself is actually enough and that can be a challenge like you said i mean i think personally for me i'm coming from a privileged place in in the sense of i didn't lose my job yeah i didn't lose my family members I don't have any children, not that that's a privilege, but I'm saying but yeah, no, the but struggle yeah, of struggle. having to maintain mm-hmm. the family life. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't pulled in any direction that I kind of didn't really, you know, I went where I wanted wanted to go yeah. in terms of the lockdown. So I would say that is a, a privilege. So I'm not going to uh, try to overshadow the reality of what it is for some people mm-hmm. because it's hard. Yeah people are struggling with their mental health, with their financial situation, with their relationships. Being with people for long periods of time have now brought up so much stuff for people when usually you have the advantage of going to work for six or seven hours. Yeah. Now mm. these people are being together for long periods of time and mm. maybe things are coming up and people are, uh, are being kind of, I don't know, It's it feels like they're being suffocated in a way with each other yeah. and it can bring up a lot of stuff that maybe hasn't been addressed. Yeah. So there is so much things going on for people and I totally get that. It can be it can be massively difficult. Mm. So that's why there is there shouldn't be any pressure for people to create this whole new me, you know. Yeah. I've transformed in 2 months what have you done? Mm. That is not where I'm coming from. But my thing is use the time how you can yeah. when you can. You know, when are we going to get an opportunity like this to have all of this, you know, Mm. not to say we want this opportunity again, because we don't, you know, I don't want this kind of uh, restrictions on me, Mm -hmm. but this a kind of self-reflection time that you could adopt maybe, or you could introduce into your life, even if it's just one thing, it doesn't have to be, you know, a full diary of like all these new things that you're doing. It can just be one new thing that you're going to take on. It could be, I'm going to complete a book. Yeah. You know, I'm going to complete mm. reading this book in lockdown. I've got a month or I've got, you know, however long this goes on for. I'll mm. just read this book or I'll go for a walk for 15 minutes. 
I'll meditate for 15 minutes. I'll try to journal for mm. 10 minutes or whatever it could be. But try to introduce something different yeah. that's yours that can maybe give you that sense of at least I'm, you know, I don't like to use the word control, but at least I'm maintaining something that's mine. rather Because everything doesn't feel like it's within our control at the yeah. moment, mm. you know? We're being told what to do and yeah. we can't go here and this is what's happening. And so what can you carve out that's yours mm. for yourself? Um, I was kind of thinking about um, ways that people could actually implement, um, but I guess a lot of them kind of tie in, so like you say, with, you know, exercise mm-hmm. and meditation, stuff like that. But also just why don't you try and develop like a self-care routine? Because I feel like a lot of us will quite easily put our self-care on the back burner when we're kind of feeling a little bit low. And that's mm-hmm. the times really yeah. when you need to amp it up even more and actually True. have, but, but and also just have um, a self-care schedule in place where you just don't slip with certain things. Now, self-care looks different to everybody. Like mm-hmm. you said, yours is meditation first thing mm-hmm. in the morning. It's exercise. It was going for walks in the park. It's crying. Did you know self-care is crying yes, for me? like let that out Mm, like have that release because i think my idea of self-care was very different maybe five years ago i used to think self-care was like having a facial Facial or something you know i thought it was very external External. Mm -hmm. but then as i've gotten older as i've as you know i've completed my training all of those kind of things Mm -hmm. you just change obviously yeah especially with age and your needs change Mm -hmm. so for me self-care became a doing all the things I was avoiding. That's what self-care is. Mm-hmm. So if that means sitting with myself for 10, 15 yeah. minutes and it's really hard, then that's what I need to it's do because that's mm-hmm. what's being neglected here. Mm-hmm. And I and it's me. I can't even sit with myself. <laughs> that's not self-care. No, exactly. You know, your yeah. self-avoidance. So those were the things that were really important for me. And yeah, sitting with myself, that is self-care, definitely. Love. Laid. Bear. I think the main thing I want to get across is all your feelings have purpose. All your feelings are valid. They're there. Mm-hmm. So don't be ashamed that they're coming up for you, whatever's coming up for you. And if they, if it feels difficult, if you're struggling, seek help, whether it's friend, family, therapist, however you can to help kind of make sense of what you're going through, do that. Yeah, That's totally okay. And... Yeah, I think, you know, let's not, we don't want to use meditation, can't say meditation again, we've said it too many times, but I think uh, being with yourself a little bit, you know, using the time as best as you can, it doesn't have to be in a dramatic way, Yeah. but get curious about what you could be doing Mm -hmm. with your time. Okay, well, Amy, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. No, no, thank thank you. Um, Amy and I had actually started to record this online um didn't work due to tech issues so she's come around today to record the episode Mm. had some tech issues as well today but we've managed to make it through to the end so thank you for your patience no Um, no problem thank you so much we will definitely have you back if you'd be up for it yes i would love to yes okay so guys you can um follow amy on instagram at holding space therapy um, you'll be due to start your private practice maybe in, in 2021. In, yeah. 
so yes please follow her um i will be summarizing the um the tips that she's given us on the website blog post um so if you can just go to www.lovelaybear.com um don't forget you can also follow us on instagram twitter and facebook at love laid bear as usual guys um please take care of yourselves if there's anything you've been affected by today um, you know, you can head over to the resources page. We've got a list of support services. Um, if you're looking for a therapist, um, I always recommend the Black and Asian Therapy Network, www.baatn.org.uk, I think it is. But have a look on the website. It's the first resource there. Um, and yes, feel free to DM me, send me an email at lovelaidbear at gmail.com or info at lovelaidbear.com also. All right, guys, well, enjoy the rest of the week. I love you, and it's a wrap. Thank you. Thank you. Laid. Bear. If you love this episode and know someone who could really benefit from hearing this talk, please share. And whilst you're there, leave me a review. I'd be forever grateful. Help me build awareness and raise consciousness one conversation at a time. Listen on Spotify, SoundCloud, CastBox and Apple Podcasts.